where nobody knows your name is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hello and welcome to Where Nobody Knows Your Name. I'm John. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 16 of season 2, Cliff's Rocky Moment. A reference to the film Rocky. I know. And, and your boy Sly. That sets us up for an episode about fighting and Cliff maybe in a bit of trouble. Mm. We've seen a bit of fighting in the bar already, mostly from Norm, I think. Yeah, he had a wrestling match a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. This episode is written by David Lloyd, long-time writer on Cheers. He has been a few, yeah. And, and James Burroughs, only director of Cheers. So far. We'll see how it goes. We're expecting he's in it for the long run. This episode was released on the 26th of January, 1984. But I'm looking forward to getting in and talking about this episode. So am I. What's the cold open then, John? Coach is there. He's, he's just got an order from Carla. And it's a drink he hasn't been able to make for a while. But it's it's a signature drink of Coach's. He makes a famous tropical cocktail. A contiki tikis, I think. And it has a lot going on in it. Carla describes it as watching Beethoven perform one of his own songs. Mm. And it's a bit like that. Coach Coach gets quite stuck in. Puts everything in. Every, umbrellas. Sprinkles something on, doesn't he? Sprinkles everything on. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't blend it. Amateur mistake. And he says it. Well, he hasn't made it for a while. And proceeds to put the whole drink, in, including the, the umbrellas. A whole coconut. The, yeah, a coconut. A straw. Uh, and just blends. The, the whole blender just sort of starts... Gives up. Yeah, it gives up. Smoke's pouring out. It's a nice opening. Yeah. Which leads us on to the main episode. Main episode is a bit different from the opening. Yeah, nothing to do with cocktails. Or, or broken blenders. Much to our chagrin, I wanted that to be the main plot of the episode. <laughs> Sam, I broke the blender. How? I made my famous cocktail. I got to blend, didn't I, Sam? Then you, another, you, you fool. <laughs> another 20 minutes of Coach trying to blend a drink. Will it blend? Will Coach <laughs> <laughs> do so? Just Coach going around the department store trying to buy a blender. That'd I would have loved that. <laughs> but no, this episode... Coach, that's not a blender, that's a stapler. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so this episode features a new person in the bar. Yeah. A person who doesn't get on with uh, Cliff very much. Victor Chapone. Even his name. It sounds like it could be a recurring baddie on Hill Street Blues or Starskin Hutch. You know, a proper gritty 70s drama. Well, I mean, he's, he's kind Victor of Chapone's a... back in the neighbourhood. He gives that vibe. Yeah, he's got the open shirt and everything. He's got a bit of a swagger to him. Yeah. He's acting like he owns the place. He's never been to Cheers before, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, and then he comes in, complaining. Cliff's now a regular, you know? He's a full-time <laughs> regular in Cheers. It took him 20-odd episodes, but... Uh, and, and Victor comes in, and he's, he's throwing his weight around, and he's trying to intimidate Cliff quite a bit. To the point where Cliff is challenged to a fight. Don't know if you know by now, but he uh, he knows some trivia, does Cliff? He knows some little-known facts. And then this is the thing which gets on uh, Victor's nerves a bit. He thinks that Cliff is just verbal diarrhoea, essentially. <laughs> In his own words. Doesn't he ever shut up? <laughs> Who? Gabby, the wonder bulb. Essentially just wants Cliff to shut up and leave. Yeah. And intimidates him quite a bit. And as you say, he invites him out to a fight. Poor Cliff. He doesn't want to fight. Cliff's a man of peace. He's a postman of peace. He's a part of the postal service. When in uniform, don't fight. I mean, why are you laughing, John? That's... <laughs> Have you, ne- you never been on the streets <laughs> delivering mail? Carla says that he needs to stand up to Victor and show his dominance, and that Victor will back down pretty quick. By staring him down. Cliff does this, and it backfires. Uh, and he gets invited outside, and Cliff doesn't know what to do. Scarp is up to Melville. Yeah, he, he knows the back doors. I think it's the duty of every citizen to uh, learn all the emergency entrances and exits in a public place in case of... Uh... What a chick! Yeah, but what a citizen. And that's what he uses. He climbs up those stairs and escapes. 
So, Peter Iacangelo plays Victor Chapone. He has also made appearances in Hill Street Blues. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Ar- a reoccurring villain? No. One-time villain. He also played in Archie Bunker's Place, St. Elsewhere, mm. Taxi. Yeah. Uh, if you're in Chase, you're pretty much guaranteed to have been in Taxi. Yeah. The Jeffersons, Night Court, perhaps a successor to Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Spiritually. Who's the boss? The Fall Guy, the A-Team, Alf, Becker, and, this one probably not surprising you, Fight Club. He was in Fight Club? He was in Fight Club. It all makes sense now. Yeah, he thought Brad Pitt was just talking too much. <laughs> They'd have a fight with Meatloaf in Fight Club. He just punched Brad Pitt in his stupid, pretty face. Cliff's reluctance to fight makes him uh, come across quite cowardly. And he, re- he loses some respect from uh, the other patrons in the bar, which is quite sad. The thing to me in this episode was, Sam was very aware of this going on in, in his bar. Why didn't he just kick the guy out? Surely if a, if a guy's coming in giving loyal customer a lot of aggro... Yeah, he's getting a lot of income from Cliff, is Sam. Why isn't Sam just stepping in and being like, if you're trying to fight people in the bar... To get outside. Just leave. Yeah. Cliff's been fairly harmless. He's talking, but just stop listening. Well, Cliff, Cliff even came over and was like, then we got off on the wrong foot, let me buy you a drink. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's have a chat, you know, let's, yeah. let's, let's get on. And he just says, no, I don't like you. Get out. I don't know about you, John, but if I'm in a bar and I hear someone annoying talking, I just try to ignore them or complain to the people I'm with about someone else over there, you know. Uh, but I don't say, oh, I'm never going to come back to this bar or I'm going to challenge this person. Clearly, this Victor guy doesn't have much going on in his life because he's not hes not there with any friends. He's there alone, open-shirted. He had a chance to make some friends. Didn't want it. No. He wanted the conflict. No wonder he was in Fight Club. So how does Cliff try to amend this situation? Cliff comes back with a friend. Say friend, a co-worker of sorts. Yeah, he puts out an advertisement at work for essentially a bodyguard. And he finds Lewis. He said like a bodyguard. I just uh, imagine Lewis carrying Cliff like a Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. But you know, you, you say this, we'll come back to that later on. <laughs> but he, he kind of employs Lewis, played by Sam Scarber, uh, to help him out. I'm not sure if you've got any background on Sam Scarper. He has also appeared in Chips, Hill Street Blues, Taxi, The A-Team, The Karate Kid, which is notable. You'll see why later. Who's the Boss? MacGyver, Quantum Leap, Jag, Desperate Housewives, My Name is Earl, ER, The Shield, Monk, and Criminal Minds, among others. I've said it before, James. What people love is a nice list. They, they love lists. If if you want lists, this is where to come to. Yeah, in this role, he's he's Cliff's muscle. Yeah. And he's there defending Cliff at the beginning. When Victor approaches Cliff and says, you know, I thought I told you not to come back here. Lewis steps in. Victor takes a step back. Because Lewis is a big guy. He's at least 6'3", looking at. He's yeah, taller he, than Sam. He towers over everyone else in the bar. Yeah. But Victor talks to Lewis about why he doesn't like Cliff. But it bugs me. I mean, uh, he's got an opinion on every subject. He never shuts up. You know, he does the same thing down at the post office. And then Cliff's face just sinks. It takes a second for him to realise what's going on. Cliff then says that he can't fight Victor because he's essentially a lethal weapon. All right, look. I'm a black belt in karate. My hands are lethal weapons. Nobody believes him. Everyone calls him a coward. They call him a liar. It's the oldest cop out in the world. Every 
sweetheart wants to duck out of a fight says I know karate. There's a lot of that kind of legacy and manliness aspect. You know, it's all about what a man should be. I think that's something they address quite heavily and how it needn't be mm. a thing which exists in the first place. Why is there this concept of... I think Carla's quite strong on this as well. She's very much the sort of voice in Cliff's ear telling him yeah. how to be a man, how to behave, how whereas, to get out of the situation. Whereas Diane's the complete opposite. Diane's very supportive of uh, Cliff's pacifist route of being non-violent and non-confrontational and trying to make it just sort of blow over. There's a, a standoff between Victor and Cliff. Victor says, you know, you just have to admit you're a coward in front of all of your friends and I'll leave and never come back. And I think Cliff stuck between these two voices of Carla and Diane in the end just leaves yeah. because he feels defeated. Yeah. And Sam this is says... after he claims he knows karate. And Sam kind of says to Victor, like, oh, do you feel good now? Yeah, leave. Yeah. Get out my pub. Bit too late, you know. <laughs> Sam could have done that. 20 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he did it eventually. Yeah, the non-confrontational route, I guess, worked out. Because Cliff comes back in with some two-by-fours and a brick. Yeah. Because Cliff, Cliff knows karate. So, uh, as, as you said, Cliff comes back into the bath and Victor's left with a two-by-four and, like, a pile of bricks. Then he takes his shoes off. Takes his shoes off, gets Norm to hold a board, I think. Carl yeah. to hold some bricks. And in, like, a foul swoop... He headbutts a brick in half. <laughs> he headbutts a brick, and his foot goes through the two-by-four, and he's a karate master. Cliff is a black belt. And now he goes, now since you didn't believe me, I'm leaving again. And everyone is suddenly pro-Cliff. They're like, I'll get you a drink, welcome back, kind of thing. Cliff shows his prowess in karate. Everyone's impressed. And then he has to have a subtle word with Diane. Diane, uh, look, I've never taken a karate lesson in my life. Did you get me to a hospital? And this is where that moment you're on about... (laughs) Kevin Costner carrying Whitney Houston. (laughs) Yeah, this is where the the bodyguard aspect comes in, where Diane carries a... She does a proper fireman's lift of Cliff up the stairs. A hazy Cliff is lifted and carried to an ambulance, I assume. When I saw that, I was like, good on Diane, because carrying Cliff is really quite a challenge for someone of Diane's stature. When I saw it, I went, that's a dummy. (laughs) There was a, a B-plot as well, involving Diane. Diane and uh, Sam, and betting on uh, the football. Yeah. She had a lot of different schemes. Yeah, because Diane, we know, not as much on the sports. But, you know, saying that, all of her tactics worked. Like, who would win Unin- the fight, dolphins or cowboys? Yeah, uninformed by the statistics, statistics of, of the players or the teams. But more just around floral. Or, yeah, what's the state flower? What colour is their uniform? But her logic works and she is doing great. Uh, so much so, Sam wants her to stop because he's feeling upset. He keeps you're losing. Dis- you're disgracing the name of football. I think we touched on it earlier on. Uh, that this is Cliff's Rocky moment, um, which obviously references the Stallone films. But I like this idea that uh, Cliff's Rocky moment is also him in like a, a Rocky situation where... It's a play on words. It's a play on words. I love a good pun. Is it a pun? <laughs> it is a... It's a kind of pun. It's a, it's a word play. I love a good word play. Yeah, I like that because it's his moment where he stands up to his bully in, in a way. But it's also a moment where he doesn't know what's going to happen. Another fact, in real life, John Ratzenberger, karate master. Red belt. Red belt, yeah. John Ratzenberger, karate master, Cliff Clavin, master of the spy game. <laughs> the brick, I'm guessing, was foam or yeah. something because 
not Nobody gonna... smashes a brick with their head in half. Well, you could, but you wouldn't want to, because if they did multiple takes, he would have been sent home with a concussion. But the board, he could have feasibly kicked in half. I've done, you know, a little bit of martial arts and, you know, gave me a little bit of wood. Uh, I dabbled. <laughs> I, I dabbled in some Korean martial arts. You can break through those boards mm. quite easily. There's a couple of bar flies we haven't mentioned. Mm-hmm. Alan Koss as Al. Yeah. And uh, Elizabeth Hill plays Liz. And these are the people giving stick to Cliff throughout the episode. Yeah. I think. Uh, you know, it's good that we got Liz because she previously played female customer number one in Where There's a Will. Mm-hmm. And we were wondering when she'd play Liz, and now she does. There we go. It's her final film and TV role, but she got there. That's the male time there. And uh, we've got some lovely mail today. We've got some questions for each other. Do you want me to kick this off, James? Yeah. What was uh, Diane's strategy for deciding her bets on the football in the first instance, the first strategy that she put forward? Colours of their uniform. Oh, that is one of them. She had previously bet on the cities were symphonies led by foreign-born conductors. That's it. Because yeah. that does impact the, the results of a football game. It's how it motivates them. You mentioned one of the nicknames that Victor gave Cliff. Can you list all of the oh, nicknames? He gave uh, him three nicknames. I don't think I can. Gabby the Wonder Boob, Mickey Mouth Club, which is a pun. As I do like Mickey Mouth Club. And Kung Fu. Everybody was Kung Fu Clavin. <laughs> <laughs> On the topic of Cliff and his karate, how many years does Cliff claim he's been learning karate for? Eight. Seven. <laughs> how many has he really been learning for? Zero. Correct. <laughs> Five seconds was the lead up to smashing some boards and bricks. When was the last time Sam won the football pool? Oh gosh, this is from like eleven years ago. Uh, he last won in seventy four. That's a while. Yeah. Diane's cleaning up on this uh, pool. Mm-hmm. Didn't she get twelve out of thirteen? Well, you've ruined my next question. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's the final call at the bar, James. It's been a nice episode. A lot of conflict. We've seen some karate moves from Cliff. We've seen Victor come and go. Yeah. No time for bullies at this bar. Only Carla. But what, what do you think we're drinking? I think... I don't think there can be another drink than what I'm drinking. Tiki Tiki. A Coach Special. Like it all in the blender. In the blender after you put the ingredients together. Yep. I, I want some little bits of umbrella in mine. I yeah. want I want the straw to be <laughs> shredded. I, I like to drink mine when the room's full of smoke from the fumes of the broken blender. It really gives it that nice <laughs> aftertaste. But yeah, Cliff's rocky moment wasn't all bad. There were some highs and lows. And I think the highest high... It was Cliff earning the respect of his friends by smashing his head through a brick. Ever feel like your head is being smashed by a brick? Try a contiki-tiki. <laughs> if you want to make the contiki-tiki, uh, coach's recipe at home, get a uh, coconut mug, pour in a light and dark rum, add some coconut milk and three to four orange slices, maraschino cherries, pour some orange curacao in your hand and splash it on top, then take the whole thing, including the mug and umbrella, and put it in the blender and blend until smooth. That's from Tiki Central, open 24 hours. That's a website celebrating all things Tiki. That's a nice recipe. It's a good find though, John. So we'll be making that today as we uh, do our final toast of the episode. Here's to Cliff. You know what I'd like to see? Coach doing proper Mr. Miyagi techniques on <laughs> And on that note... <laughs> yeah, we'll leave you with that mental image of Cliff getting like his hand waved over by a coach. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This has been Where Nobody Knows Your Name.